today and tomorrow. I might repeat myself a little bit because I love the last line of today's first reading, which is the first line of tomorrow's first reading. For freedom, Christ set us free. Do not submit again to the yoke of slavery. And that concept of freedom is one, of course, our nation seems to be, uh, it is built on on the the concept of freedom, but it seems to be uh, a mistaken idea of what freedom is. We know our Constitution, or or rather Declaration of Independence for life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, and that... um, I'll get a little political, but not not saying anything negative about the parties. But we have one party that stands for freedom as liberty, it seems, but another a freedom for licentiousness. So one grasping for uh, a right way of living, and the other for the lowest common denominator. It's almost almost um, it's almost cartoonish to say it that way, but uh, hopefully by the end uh, you'll understand where it's coming from. Liberty is about the freedom, the ability to choose to do what is right and to achieve what is right. Ultimately, liberty is living the freedom that God has given us, not in slavery, but rather in true freedom. That seems oxymoronic, maybe, that by submitting ourselves to God, we find freedom. We're not slaves. But... When you think about it, the other type that we often translate, and I think, again, our modern culture seems to understand freedom as licentiousness, that I can do whatever I want, good or bad, and God forbid there should be consequences to that that choice. Uh, get into that in a little bit. But I can do whatever I want. And so how dare you tell me I can't do this? How dare you tell me I can't do that? Because that isn't freedom. But that idea is licentiousness, that we can do whatever we want. And in the end, the consequence of doing whatever we want often is being bound. Unless we want what we want is what is ultimately truly good for us. I keep using, usually most people don't get too offended if I mention food analogies, but you could want the entire cake. But you know there's going to be consequences if you sit down and eat the entire cake. There's going to be major consequences, right? Freedom would be able to say, or liberty would be able to say, I will have a piece of cake and I will enjoy it. Licentiousness is, I will have the whole cake. I might enjoy it, but I'm going to have consequences after Either we're going to be seeing a lot more of somebody or they're going to be sick, depending on how much sugar is in there, right? The same is true for for the life of sin. When we choose the lowest, we end up finding ourselves bound. Today in this gospel passage, Jesus is challenging those who are demanding signs. He's saying, no sign shall be given except the sign of Jonah. This is not necessarily Jonah and the whale or the, the belly of the fish. This is rather the sign of Jonah walking through the city of Nineveh, proclaiming 40 days more, and everyone listening and freely choosing to repent. They could have remained, nah, 
God's not going to do that. He's not going to destroy us. Who is he? This is a, uh, to the uh, Ninevites, they were pagans. They, they didn't care about the true God. But they repented. And Jesus says, they're going to stand along with this generation, the generation of his time, and they're going to condemn it because they understood what true freedom is. They understood we have to repent to find ourselves free from the yoke of slavery in order to truly find freedom. The sad thing is, the Ninevites eventually turned away from the Lord again, but even today, there are people that trace their lineage to those who repented at the time of Jesus, the Chaldeans. The Chaldean Christians, they have a whole right of their own. They understood, and they needed that challenge, and so too do we, to find freedom.